In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes to us and gives us His Church and His mission. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Martin, not Luther, but Martin, was he was kind of an odd guy, really. He would do things that most of us would never do. When Martin stayed in a hotel room, he would get up extra early in order so that he could clean the room up a little bit and that he could make his bed and then leave. And then when he would rent a car, before he would return that car, he would actually wash and even sometimes wax the car. And when he went out to eat... Right before he was done, he would stack up all of his plates together, and when the server or the busboy came by, he would actually ask if there was anything that he could do to help them out. Martin was kind of a weird guy. We don't do that. We don't make our beds when we stay in a hotel room. We don't normally wash our cars before we give them back to the rental agency. And we don't normally ask the server, the person that's supposed to be serving us, if there's any way in which we can serve them. Martin was a weird guy. Of course, he wouldn't be considered that weird if he was a part of your family. And he was staying over at your house. You might actually expect him to maybe make the bed. Especially if he was a member of your family and he actually owned that bed and owned the room that it was in. And you wouldn't think that it was weird if Martin washed and waxed the car that he owned. It's only weird if he washed and waxed a car that he rented. And you would think that after he got done eating at his table with his family in his house, well, you would think that it would just be sort of a natural thing that he would pick up the plates and ask if there was anything that he could do. So maybe Martin isn't so weird after all. But you see, the only thing that really makes a big difference between Martin being weird and Martin not being weird is the simple fact of ownership. If Martin owns that car, then it's natural for him to want to take care of that car. But if Martin doesn't own that car, well then, I've got a little story to tell you. When I came here, first of all, before I even was ordained, I, I knew that I was coming here and I was looking around for an apartment here in Tallahassee. And so uh, I rented a car at um, the, the airport in Jacksonville where I flew into. And I swung down and I picked up Liz and we were going to drive around Tallahassee and look for an apartment for me. And I, I didn't know exactly how hilly Tallahassee was. And I had this free upgrade to a uh, sports car thing that was really low to the ground. And so the entire time that I was looking for an apartment in Tallahassee, I kept on scraping the bottom of the car 
on all sorts of hills throughout Tallahassee. And it got to be a little bit of a joke that every time we would hear that scraping, every time we would hear, I would kind of shrug and say, well, not my car. Ownership makes a big difference. And ownership is exactly what Jesus is giving to his disciples in this gospel reading. Ownership makes the difference between a disciple and somebody who's just mildly interested. When Jesus is walking along that sea of Galilee, he looks at these disciples, these disciples that have ownership. We hear that the sons of Zebedee have ownership in those boats that they're in, in those nets that they are mending and putting back together. They're doing all of that stuff. They're mending those nets because they're not rented nets. They're owned. And so they're taking care of them. But then Jesus comes by, and he does something that's a little odd. He comes by and he tells them to follow him, and that he will make them fishers of people. Which is sort of a bizarre thing to say. But it's so compelling to them, that they leave behind the things that they own, And they follow him. Now if Jesus was telling them, follow me and I will make you fishers of people. But it's just going to be a rental agreement. And essentially you're not really going to have to do much with this. Then the disciples would have looked very different when it came around to the point where they saw Jesus dying on that cross, where it came around to the point in the book of Acts where they were being persecuted, they probably would have said, well, this is just kind of a rental thing. I don't really have to take care of this. Somebody else owns it. Not me. It's kind of like what happened this week. This week the phone rang here at University Lutheran and I picked it up and I was fully expecting it to be somebody who was um, trying to send me a fax that I didn't want or sell me a product that I didn't want or something like that. But it was actually something, uh, well, a a little bit more, uh, put me a little bit more on the spot. It was somebody from the Islamic Center of Tallahassee, uh, our next door neighbors. And uh, he told me, he said, well, you you know, you've got some trees over there. Um, They're they're kind of falling apart. Um, And we're a little bit worried about them falling through our roof. And you should probably be a little bit worried about that as well. And so I said, oh, okay, great. Let's get together. Let's uh, talk outside. And so we were looking at the trees together and we said, yeah, certainly a lot of those trees should probably go just for the safety of everybody involved here. And uh, then I came back in here and the first thing that I did was I called up the owners of this building. Because if you understand something about this church building, we don't own this church building as a congregation. 
This church building is owned by a uh, by the Florida Georgia District, which is in Orlando. And so immediately I saw the ticket price for doing some of the tree trimming around here, and I said, well, "I'm just renting." <laughs> I need to call the owners. But so often, isn't that how we treat the church? Isn't that so often how we treat the mission that God has given to us? When things get a little rough, isn't it so easy for us to say, you know what, I'm just, I can't handle this. I'm just going to give this back to the owner. I'm just renting this Christianity thing. I'm just renting this mission. It's not really mine. Of course, it isn't really yours. You know that. Just like I know that this building isn't really belonging to University Lutheran, at least in total. When I called up the district and I said... Hey, by the way, do you have some money for trimming some trees? I knew that I could go to them. And I knew, well, I didn't know, I was hoping that they would say, Yeah, we'll help you out with that. We'll help you pay the price for that. And that's what we can do with Jesus Christ. When we commit those sins, when we get stuck in those positions where we know that we have sinned and we have repented of those sins and said, I can't handle this on my own. We know that we can go to Jesus Christ and say, Help. I can't do this. But that's not where it stops. Jesus isn't just somebody who's giving you a rental car to your Christian life. What he actually has done is much more than that. He has given you ownership of this life. He said, I will pay the price. I will pay whatever price I need to in order to give you ownership back of your life. Because before you had Jesus in your life, all you were doing was renting your life from sin, death, and the devil. And pretty soon they were going to come to collect and take it away from you. But Jesus said, that's not how I want our relationship to be. I want you to own your life. I want you to own the mission that I am giving you. It's better than any rental agreement. I'm going to pay the price. And you get to own the mission. I'm going to pay the price for your sins. And you get to own the great joy of being able to tell people that I've paid it for them too. That's why James and John and Simon and Paul and all of the other great disciples throughout all of Christianity left something that they owned 
something that they were renting from sin, death, and the devil, and gave it up, and followed him, and became fishers of people. So do you own this? Yes. You do. And he paid the price for it. 